Welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. It is October 13, 2020, and BJ, we have an NBA champion. We did it. We made it to the finish line, and you have, you're already celebrating. You have your tropical shirt on. Looks like you're ready for Cancun already. What's, what's up in your world? How excited are we? We got to the end of the year. We got done with the bubble. Yes, this is true, Tate. I am celebrating. <laughs> it was an incredible uh, achievement by the NBA. So today, in honor of that achievement of getting through this bubble experience without one uh, episode of COVID, um, I thought I would put on my my Hawaii, my. <laughs> this is your tropical this is, shirt. This, this, this is, is your party shirt. Tropical is, yeah, party. Yeah. This is the wild BJ coming out right now. <laughs> so anything is possible right now. So We'd don't ask to me it. to don't ask me any controversial <laughs> questions today, Tate, because I might say anything today. All right. So first question: Who is the goat? Is it Michael or is it LeBron? No, I'm kidding. Uh, that that would be everybody else in America right now. Is that we, what's going? Is that the narrative right now? Who is the goat? Is that is that the narrative? That's always going to be the narrative with the LeBron James sweepstakes. I feel like every single time he's going to get to a finish line or win a championship or, or pass, you know, whoever it may be on whatever list, you know, the conversation will come up. But we're going to throw that to the side because you and I, we don't have time for that. Sure. Uh, let's talk about the the freedom and, and the fact that the NBA made this possible. I want to start with that. Adam Silver, the NBA, uh, we, we get the news that come out. They give the $1,000 bonuses to all the employees. You know, they thank everyone. Russell Westbrook is one of the guys I remember leaving the bubble. Gives an $8,000 tip to the people there that were working the bubble. Said these guys did so much for us. But the experiment worked. And we were a little skeptical at the start of this. Everybody was. Right. And they made it happen. So first, I want to start with that. Congratulations to the NBA. I, I think it's a, a crowning achievement to show that they could put this on. And obviously, we have a champion. And that's what really mattered at the end of the day. Yeah, it really was uh, a crowning achievement. It really was uh, an incredible execution mm. from the from the start to the to the end. And I, like many, were very skeptical at the beginning of this process of saying, "How are they going to do this? How are the players going to have the discipline to pull this off? And more importantly, what will happen if something were to occur, like an episode of COVID nineteen or?" You know, whatever the case may have been, give them credit, give the NBA, the doctors, the people there at Disney, the property, all of the, it had to be thousands of people to pull <laughs> this off, to make this work. And for them to have players and family members coming in and out of this bubble and not to have one case, Tate, I can't say that enough, not one case of COVID-19 throughout this entire time to me is an example for everyone, the rest of the world to figure out this may be the new normal. Take, we kept mm -hmm. saying, what is the new normal? This may be the new normal. So give Adam Silver, give the, 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 the Players Association, give the NBA players, all of the people that were involved with this credit for the execution of such, I mean, a large scale experiment, because basically that's what it was. No one knew how this was gonna turn out. But what an incredible, incredible achievement that was, not only to have a champion at the end of it, for them to be able to do this and have so many teams, what, 22 teams, I think it started with, mm -hmm. the thousands of people that were coming in and out, packaging. I can't imagine everything it took to, to pull this off and uh, give them credit for doing it. 
And we had Dr. Leroy Sims on this podcast, and he sort of explained the process that went into this, the the, the pre-planning that the NBA was already in when, when it was January, before this was even something that we were all talking about as a country. So the NBA was ready. The NBA created an event, like you said, it's, it's a pioneering event. This may be what sports right. could look like if things stay the same. Hopefully they do not, but if they do, Adam's over in the NBA cooked up a recipe that works so everyone can look to it and say, okay, that's what we have to do to be successful. So that says a lot. And again, Dr. Leroy Sims, we appreciated him coming on this Shout show. Shout out to Dr. Leroy yeah. Sims. Shout out Great job. for coming on the show. But more importantly, having the vision mm. to be able to do this. I, I, you know, There are a lot smarter people in the world than I am. <laughs> Same He's here. clearly one of them. <laughs> and for him to have this vision, because I didn't see it. I, mm. I couldn't have imagined this at the beginning when they even talked about doing something like this. But uh, that, that was that was amazing. And, you know, you talked about the, the third you mentioned, you know, the league, the officials, all the people that were working, the doctors, all sorts of stuff. But the players, uh, you know, we want to give them their due as well, because the players right. had to execute and be responsible professionals. And I think, you know, in a lot of leagues, that's what you ask of your pro athletes. But sometimes they're just athlete and <laughs> they're not saying, always Tate, Tate, they're not always saying, no. giving you the side eye. This is the 50 year old <laughs> side eye. What are you saying? Tate? What I'm saying is I'm impressed that the players all stuck together and they all decided, hey, there's a bigger mission at hand winning an nba championship you know entertaining people keeping the league alive because this was important for the nba to have this happen to keep this right. season going and to keep the league rolling as it has been so for them to have that responsibility personally to make it work i thought that was great and then i'm just going to transition into the basketball because we did have you know game six in the nba finals you know lebron james and the lakers it was a blowout pretty much from start to finish uh you could see the fatigue on the heat you could see that they were still competing but it wasn't all quite right there but from a basketball standpoint in the finals bj overall thoughts six games lakers win four two some people th- saw a sweep after the first two games jimmy butler you know makes a statement for himself and then we get to six games but the lakers inevitably have the two best players in the series and they win it all is it as simple as that because that's what it seems like well, let's go to game game five, right? Was it no yep. game six? It's game five. Yeah. No game six. Game six. Um. Yeah. Well, no. It was yeah. It was, you, it was three two, right? So this was game six. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, final yeah, game, yeah, the closeout game. game. The yeah, closeout yeah. game was game six, right? Because they won yep. four two. Yep. Um. This is what I thought. <laughs> Initially, in during the game. The the team that makes the change to me is always at a disadvantage. And the team that made the change were the LA Lakers. They changed mm-hmm. their entire starting lineup. Yep. From Dwight Howard to Alex Caruso. So I thought, okay, if you make the other team change, that's always a positive because you don't have time to really prepare in the playoffs when you're changing they made they didn't make just a change up like from one player to another, like a big to a big. They made from a big to a literally, excuse me, to a liter- to a guard. So I was like, they must have seen something or the Lakers know something that they can't counter it. Mm. So I was like, I was really fired up for game six because I was really interested to see what Miami was going to do to c- continue to exploit whatever it is they knew. Mm-hmm. Okay, what it is they knew was they could attack Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm from a certain perspective and they had figured out how to lower the screen to get Jimmy to get to his spots in game five, Jimmy got to his spots. He had another terrific game, right? A triple double or somewhere near it. game six. They put Anthony Davis at the center position 
And I thought, okay, what card could Coach Spo go to to counter that? Because clearly the coaching staff of the Lakers feel like or felt like they couldn't play with their bigs, Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. Mm -hmm. They were going clearly all small, which for the most part should favor the Miami Heat. But I thought there was only one player who could counter that, and that was Kelly Olenek. As I looked at the box score for game five, Kelly Olenek did not play. He got a DMPCD. Mm -hmm. But I thought, all right, that worked in game five. But in game six, he has to play because he's the only player that could bring Anthony Davis away from the basket so that Jimmy Butler and all of their other players could figure out how to at least attack the rim so they can get their draw and kick. Because mm -hmm. that's what Duncan Robinson and these guys do. Yep. First quarter go by, there's no Kelly O. Second quarter go by, there's no Kelly O. We don't see Kelly Olenek till the third quarter, and they're down 30 points. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not questioning... Coach Spole, I'm not questioning because he was magnificent during the series, right? For them to even win two games to me was incredible. But I really felt that they had to play him because he was the only player that could get Anthony Davis away from the basket. Now, the last time I've seen a player play what I call in our era a funnel defense, that was like um, Hakeem Olajuwon. That's yeah. how the that's how Houston used to play. They would just run you off the line, funnel you, and Akeem would either block or intimidate you at the rim. Mm -hmm. He's the last team that I could that could say. Anthony Davis, if you watch the film again, which I have, Anthony Davis, he was incredible on the defensive end. Mm -hmm. He's the only player, again, that I've seen that can play the center position, the power forward position, and then guard your guard the other teams leading scorer who happened to be a guard in this series. Mm -hmm. He was incredible. He did an amazing job. And before Miami knew what was going on, they were already down 25-30. Because mm -hmm. if you get this Laker team, in particular LeBron James, if you get him playing downhill, it's over. He, he That is one area of the game I'm going to give LeBron James. If he's playing downhill in transition, mm-hmm. You, you, he's unstoppable. He really is. I mean, he really is. He, it's he, a freight train, it, like he, to a T. Yeah, I mean, he can finish right hand, left hand. So, Anthony Davis again is a player, the only player that I know that can go from the power forward position, become the starting center, <laughs> defend the rim, and guard on the perimeter without help. That is the type of versatility. And the only way to counter that is to have a stretch five. And I yep. thought Kelly Olenek was the only player that could get him away from the basket because Bam, that's not what Bam does. Bam probably mm -hmm. has an, an advantage on every other center except Anthony Davis. I thought that was the move to play. And, you know, that, that's just me on the couch. I'm sure Coach Spole probably will look at the tape and he probably would would like to do some other things because this team, it wasn't they were down 30 because they gave up. They were down 30 and they were still playing hard. Mm -hmm. They played hard to the end. Yep. It's just, you know, sometimes when you make these little moves like that, it can really alter the game. So I got to give 
you know Frank Vogel and and his staff credit because they made a they made a move. That was a big time move. Because if they don't win that game, Tate, it was trouble. And was I trouble. and I will say this. And I will say this. And I said this before the game. This was a must win for the Lakers. If the mm-hmm. Lakers if the Lakers didn't win this game, I think Miami would have won the series. I really do. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the Lakers came out great. They played with a sense of urgency. They were fantastic, and that was a great, great move by by Coach Vogel. And you saw it when the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler in particular, he gets to the basket. It's uh, it kind of reminded me of Patrick Ewing, like in 1982 with Georgetown. When everyone went to the basket, they were just looking for him. You How know, old were not, you then, Tate? How old were you? I, I wasn't even alive then. But that's, the, <laughs> that, that, that's the VHS I used to watch uh, as a kid. You know, that's, that's how much of a loser I was. But like, you know, you go to the basket and you're just looking for the guy. You're worried that he's going to be there uh, and he's going to swat your shot. So you change your shot, and and that hesitation, that that moment in time where you don't don't go and take it downhill and finish. Uh, that You can see that with the Heat in this game, and Anthony Davis was a reason for that, like you said. I think that's a great call. I think that uh, it, the only thing I would say is like when you had Drogic and Bam back, there's probably like a semblance of, hey, we got our guys back. You know, let, let's, let's, let's go with our guys. You, you got and, your guys and, back, but you, yeah. you got your guys back. One, conditioning. You, you mm. can't replace conditioning. Yep. Uh, that, that's Your guys are back. Drogic, you know what? It, Dragon is at a space where he just wanted an opportunity to play. Yep. At this particular moment. Mm-hmm. 12 and years in the league. Cre- yeah, give him yeah. credit. Give him credit for having the courage to go out there and give whatever he had. Give Bam the credit. Give that team. That that That's a courageous team. Mm-hmm. You know what? They didn't win the championship, but this will be a memorable moment. It's, it reminds me a lot of the team I played for in Chicago in 94. We didn't win the championship that year, but man, it was, that, that was probably the, one of the funnest years I've had individually and collectively as a group because we we played we played for each other. You know, you talk about mm-hmm. that, you say you play for each other. Yeah, sounds good, but that group was one of those groups where it was just a fun year because no one expected us to do anything. Mm-hmm. We played hard, we played for each other, and that was the only way we could we could compete is to play with each other. And we all bought into what we were doing, and it really was a special group. And that's what this group reminds me of. They, they, they were truly a team in every mm-hmm. aspect. That's hard to duplicate. You obviously you need talent, but that was a fun thing to watch and to admire and to watch from afar. Yeah, and it's uh, it's interesting with that Miami Heat team. We we heard about the Heat culture and all that sort of stuff. And we asked Duncan about it when he came on the show. Speaking of Duncan, he had 20, 26 points in Game Five, so that's that's right. something to remember in, in the finals. But the, that all that stuff, you know, is all talk a lot of times. But you saw it when they were down thirty points and they're in the huddle and they're all engaged and they're all you know yelling at each other. They're trying to figure it out and they're again they're down thirty points. The Lakers have kind of just shot out with the lead and it looks like it's pretty much over. But they stayed engaged. They kept competing, and that says a lot. And I think, you know, if anything, it was good for the NBA because, you know, you have a team like the Lakers with the two top five players like we talked about. We did the whole LeBron discussion on the last episode, but those two guys get their title. They get their vindication, validation, whatever it is. The Lakers get a championship 10 years after their last championship. That's good for the league, you know, most people would say. So all that happens, but I think it was good for for the league just to have a team like the Miami Heat be there and say, hey, we're not here to, to stack a team together. We have our guys. Jimmy we have a lot of good players that fit into certain spaces and pieces for our team and we're going to compete and we're going to be dirty and uh we're, we're going to do we're going to die for loose balls and all that sort of stuff and 
I don't know. That's good for basketball. So I, I took that away from the finals. Yes, the Lakers won. It is a great championship. 17 tied with the Boston Celtics. Celtics, But the Miami Heat are a franchise to be reckoned with, I feel like, in the future. Um, I think the Chicago Bulls are on that same level as the Miami Heat as far as the franchise and the championships, right? The Warriors are obviously up there. Now they have six championships. So everyone wants it to be L.A. versus Boston. That's what everyone was chirping about, you know, from the, the media types. They want to see that for the NBA. But I think you have these other staples around the league, and that's the Spurs, you know, another staple around the league where you know who they are they have an identity um and i think that's good for basketball at the end of the day uh one last thing though for for the finals just from the lakers side of things being in la you and i are both in la does it feel like more relief or excitement or have you have you even seen anything bj um just being in la from the lakers winning a title because it is a little bit different this year obviously we're dealing with the pandemic there's no celebration no parade in the streets none of that so uh, it does feel like a lot of Laker fans I know, there's a relief. They're like, we had a lot of pressure on us to deliver, and we did. Thank goodness. Quick break to get away from our sponsor, Nitsa. It can be a little frustrating, especially if you're in a hurry or running late, to find yourself at a railway crossing waiting for a train. And if the signals are going and the train's not even there yet, you may feel a bit tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Well, don't. Ever. To the naked eye, trains often appear to be further away and moving slower than they are, and they can't stop quickly. Even if the engineer hits the emergency brakes right away, it can take a train over a mile to stop, over a mile to stop, I'll say it again, but that time is too late and the result is a potentially deadly crash. The point is, you can't know how quickly the train will arrive. The train can't stop quickly. Even if it sees you, it ends in disaster. If the signals are on, the train is on its way. And you, you just need to remember one thing. Stop. Trains can Back to pushing through. I want to be very careful. Okay. But I'm, I want to say this. You got your you got your Hawaiian shirt on. Lakers like said, won. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I'm about to go on vacation. I'm about to literally go on a <laughs> mental vacation, right? I'm not going anywhere, right? But but mentally, I'm, I'm yeah. going on vacation. The Lakers won the championship. Okay. And I'm I, respect. Hey, respect. Okay. Lakers That's won the championship. That's what LeBron said. He said he wants the respect, so respect. Respect. Lakers went through the same thing everyone else went through. Respect. Mm. The Lakers battled and went through a season and the season stopped. Every other team had to do the same thing. Respect. Jeannie Buss. I'm going to give her her respect. Okay. Mm. What did I'm going to give her respect? She stabilized the leadership of that organization. Yep. of that franchise and it all started with her mm -hmm. and to watch her and what she said i was like respect mm. rob palinka everything that has gone through the whole magic johnson thing and all of the things they've gone through to get to this point to put together that team however they did it respect mm -hmm. okay there was one thing that was missing for me though did i miss anything players rondo rondo respect the, Respect. Mm -hmm. All of the players on that roster, respect. Okay. COVID-19, the bubble, I'm giving everybody their respect. Now, in order to get the respect, you got to give it. So I've been giving everybody the respect. Take, there was one thing I wanted from this bubble experience. It was just one thing I wanted. Mm -hmm. I wanted the Clippers versus the Lakers. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's what I wanted, Tate. Now, yep. I want to say here, Tate, what I wanted this year <laughs> was the Clippers versus the Lakers. 
That's what I wanted, Tate. Mm-hmm. And I was one game away from getting what I wanted this year. That's mm-hmm. all I wanted this year. Who won it? I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be settled in that series. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted, Tate. That was the level of respect that I wanted as a basketball fan, and I don't feel like yeah. I got my. You, you follow me? I wanted the Clippers and the Lakers to settle that debate. Yeah, this settle, settle the rivalry. I wanted that. Now, I on one side they're gonna say, "Well, we did our part." The other people didn't show up. You're absolutely respect. right. Yeah, you're right. Respect. respect. <laughs> I, I, I gotta get respect. This is. A, but what I wanted though, Tate. And I'm mm. going to say it, because I know everybody thinking it. Tate, what I really want right now is, yeah, you're the NBA champion, but I want to know who is the champion of L.A. That's mm. what I wanted. Tate, I really wanted that. I wanted that to be settled. I just want, because it was great for the city, great for the league, but I thought, more importantly, that's what, the intensity of the rivalry because of the, the, the proximity. I mean, they're right in the same building. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted, Tate. And I thought I thought that those two were the two best teams in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't say anything because one group didn't hold up their end of the deal. They didn't hold up that. I can't say anything. The Clippers. So we're going we're gonna to just call it what it is. The Clippers <laughs> did not hold up their end of the deal. Yep. But Tate, that's what I wanted. I, that's all I wanted this year. I yeah. wanted to see that. Okay, if I couldn't see it in Staples, I wanted to see it in the bubble. I wanted to see that matchup. I wanted that LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard matchup. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see how Paul George and Anthony Davis were going to, what was their contributions? Both of them are terrific defensive players. Obviously, all they can score, they're versatile. I wanted to see what these benches were going to do. I wanted to see what those coaches were going to do. I wanted to see that. That's all I wanted. Tate, that's all I wanted. I just wanted that matchup in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get a chance to see it. No disrespect to Miami. No disrespect to any of these teams. Mm -hmm. To me, those were the two best teams in the NBA. I wanted to see that. The basketball world want to see it. And I'm yeah. a little upset, just a little bit upset that I didn't get a chance to see that. But I want to respect the Lakers. The Lakers did their part. I want to be clear. Yeah. The Lakers did their part. They showed up at the run. They showed up. They won the championship. But man, I'm that still been back and we should have played it in the black top. I feel like right now, just calling up the guys and say, hey, man, let's get a run. Maybe we could do that, Tate. Let's just get a run. Because you know what, yeah. Tate? They say, they say the ratings were down a little bit. They say the ratings were down a little bit, right? We don't know what's, what's what. But, Tate, right now, if we called up the Lakers and the Clippers on Pushing Through Podcast, and we're going to show that, <laughs> I guarantee you that would be the number one rated thing right now. Everybody Absolutely. wanted to see that. I want yeah. to see. Mm. I want to see that. I mean, take. Can you imagine what Game Seven would look like? And, and Doc has to coach. Like that's Doc the other has part. to coach. Doc yeah, got to coach. That that's the unfortunate part. Honestly. We got to like, get a GoFundMe. We're, we're, we're never. We're never going to see what we got to go get a GoFundMe like now to get Doc. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see Game Seven, Clippers, Lakers, 
on the blacktop and let's play. <laughs> uh, that's what I want to see. That's what yeah. I wanted to see this year for the game. As y'all say, for the culture and all these things. Mm. For the game of the basketball, I want to see the Clippers and the Lakers play in the game seven. That's all I wanted. That's what, to me, the game was all about. And then I could assess who's who and what's what. Mm. And, and the only reason that we didn't get that is because of one man, and he is the Joker, and he thri- he thrives he, in chaos. He and played, he, and he, he played he the joke this. on everybody. He, <laughs> hey, and I, I, he played the joke on everybody. The joke is on me right now. Look at him. The Joker got me. Look at the Joker got me where he got me. Uh, I'm trying to have a sense of humor about all this. I'm giving the Lakers credit now. Lakers <laughs> yeah. are the champ. 2020, the Lakers are the champion, people. Respect. Respect. Aretha, the late Aretha Franklin said it. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield said it. Respect. But what I wanted, Tate, was I wanted the <laughs> Lakers and I wanted the Clippers. That's what I wanted. Tate, that's what all I wanted. That's all I want. Tate, mm. I wanted it to be settled that way. And not today. Not today. It. We didn't get it. And I uh, unfortunately, we're never going to get that version of the Clippers and that version of the Lakers playing each other. And that is going to be one of those what ifs in basketball history that we're all going to say, man, it's kind of like it could be end up being one of those, you know, what if Elijah Wan and the, your Bulls, you know, met up in 1994, or 1995 with Michael, who knows? You know what I mean? That that's sort of where we are. It just never worked out. Never happened. Uh, maybe maybe one day we get maybe next year we get a Clippers and Kawhi versus LeBron and AD with Paul. It George won't have the same next year. It's not. It gonna won't have be the same. This was this was the, the one. This was no. The one. I needed the start and yep. the starter. I needed their starters and how they both started. They started with Doc. Mm. I needed this to run deep from the beginning to the end. I needed this yep. to be settled on the court. I didn't need it to be settled. And in a basketball arena, we should go get a pickup game right now. Because mm. I'm sure right now, if I called up Doc <laughs> and said, yo, we got to run, Doc would show up. Okay. That, that's what I was going to say. Who, who is saying no to coming hey, to hey, the run? If I that's, call, the, that's the if question. I, hey, hey, hey. Kawhi's coming. Kawhi's coming. I think Who's LeBron's gonna? coming. I think LeBron's LeBron coming. LeBron is coming. Yeah. LeBron. Uh, Rondo is coming. Rondo's coming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, uh, you know, I don't know Frank Bogle as well as I know Jason Kidd, but I know Jason Kidd is coming to the run. <laughs> now, and I know if we was able to broadcast this run, people would that to me. The Morris twins are coming. The Morris twins are, the Morris twins might be setting up the run. They coming. <laughs> Montrez Harrell is coming. He's coming for sure. We already got halftime snacks. We Pat got Bell's wings. Coming. No, yeah. we got wings. We got wings. We got lemon pepper wings. We got wings. <laughs> <laughs> the run is already set up. You know what I'm saying? Pat Bell is coming. Let's do it. Let's do it. We don't need no referees. Call your own foul. Oh, that's real. That that, that would be it. That's that all I it. wanted. That's all mm. I wanted. This is all I wanted. I this is the I just wanted to see that run. And so I'm just going to play that game out in my mind when I'm on my mental break here cuz this is just a mental break. I got my mask somewhere around. I'll put my mask on. <laughs> and I'm just going to dream what if. What up? Mm. But I'm saying this with all respect, you know, respect to the Dallas Mavericks, respect to the Denver Nuggets, mm. all those teams. But Tate, that's all I wanted. That's yeah. all I wanted in 2020. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't want much. And I was one game away. Tate. One game away. 48 Jokic. minutes. It just it comes down to one man and one word, and that's Jokic. And uh he did it. He defied he defied basketball logic. He did. And, and, no, and the, you know. I mean the, the last thing I'll say, BJ, the, the good news is we talked about this a few weeks back when Jokic was doing that to the Clippers and we saw, you know, the Lakers on the horizon. We said that there was, you know, a trepidation for American basketball, right? Because here they come. Here comes international basketball. So LeBron and the Lakers winning, Sue Bird, you know, the Storm winning. It was good for American basketball. So yeah, so yeah. so for from that perspective, we'll say it was a, a win-win for, you know, us as American basketball players. But like you said, we still need the blacktop Clippers versus the blacktop Lakers. That's a good uh, – Caruso's so, going to show uh, yeah. up. Caruso, Caruso will be there. Gonna show up at, <laughs> Caruso is going to show up at the run. <laughs> See, I don't want a game. I wanted a run. See, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted a run. I wanted, you know what I mean? They should allow us to take care of all of the music and all of the halftime entertainment. There you go. And let's just have a run, a good old run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just have some good old run. We don't need no Gatorade. We're going to have Kool-Aid at this run. <laughs> we're gonna have kool-aid no fans just a run Mm. and let's just go play how the game is supposed (laughs) to be played that's all i wanted Mm -hmm. i just needed to get back to the essence i needed to get back to the game you know on a pay-per-view that my friend that's an idea that's that's a good idea that's that's all i wanted because you know what man that's all I wanted, man. That's all be, I wanted too. It would be That's good for I the game. It would be good for the game of basketball. We're gonna let you daydream and think about that game as yeah, you go into I'm, your I'm mental about vacation. To go, yeah, I'm, go, I'm about <laughs> to go do that. I'm about to go do that. You know, and then we and then my ambassadors for the game on one side. I wanted Dr. Mm. J. And on the other side, I wanted Michael Jordan. Those oh. were the ambassadors for the game. So they're just they're just there for integrity's sake, right? For the you're calling your yeah, you're calling your own you're fouls, all sort of stuff. And then you look over at Doctor J and MJ are like, you know that wasn't a foul, young boy. Get back on they're, defense. They are the only two <laughs> could, who could understand the athleticism that's involved in this mm. game. Mm-hmm. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I want Jordan and Doctor J. And if there's a foul call between Kawhi and LeBron, yeah, we'll go, we'll go to the arbiters over here. Hey, <laughs> let's go to our council. <laughs> Let's go to our council. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tate. I'm done now. Uh, I'm going back. Lakers won the championship. I, I think. I think Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson tips the ball off. I think that's you know. Like okay, ha- no, 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 okay, have no, no, no tip <laughs> off. You, you shoot for it. It don't tip. You okay. shoot for it. Okay, I like it. I like <laughs> it. You shoot for it, Tate. This is a All this right. is a run. This is not a game. It's okay. a run. Everybody knows a what game, a run is. Not a game. A run. This is, there this you is go. a run. That's the I run. I love it. I love it. Well, we just gonna have, it. We're gonna have our council, and we got our council of two. Dominique Dominique Wilkins should be there as well. Maybe as an, a third alternate, just in case we need him. As a, it's a <laughs> council of two. <laughs> council of two. Mano y mano. This is not council of three. This is not three on three. This is one on one. (laughs) You get one shot. As Eminem said, you only get one shot here. Yep. We needed that. Tate, we needed that. But let's give our let's give it let's give everybody respect. That's what we're all about here. Yep. 
Yep, yep, yep. Respect to the champs. Respect to the Lakers. We wish we could have gotten a blacktop uh, Clippers-Lakers showdown. That's what that's what we all really wanted as basketball fans. But like you said, the Lakers get a title. Jeannie Buss, first female owner to get a title NBA championship. That That's a historic moment. She did a great job. I mean, when I came and moved out to L.A., it was, you know, part of my French, a shit show. You know, they were still figuring out what they were going to do post-Kobe. Uh, it did not look like a bright future. It seemed like they had a lot of things to be figured out. Luke Walton did a great job, I thought, just to get them to a semblance of a basketball team. And now they're 2020. They're the NBA champions. They have Anthony Davis. They have LeBron James. So kudos to the Lakers. We still want the blacktop game. Uh, BJ is about to go on his mental vacation. I'm going to take a mental vacation, but we're going to be back on Thursday. We're going to have a guest on. We're going to keep things going here on pushing through, but the NBA finals are over. Uh, the NBA season is over. Uh, we're, we're all going to take an NBA break, but BJ is not going to take a basketball uh, break. It's all I can yeah. think about is Kawhi right now shooting for ball. He's like, Kawhi, yeah, shoot for ball. Yeah, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we needed that black top. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. <laughs> that's all I can say. That's all I can say right now. You know, man. <laughs> The people agree. We needed a black top game, black top game, but this has been pushing through. This has been the NBA finals. I got from the name the for the game too. What's the name for the game? <laughs> the real one. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's the name of the game. Take. Okay, that's the name of the game. So you know, I, uh, I I got my pitch. The people's court. That's that's another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, I the real one. I like it. The real one. We'll stick with that. Trademark it right now. No one take this. Black top. Oh, in All Los right, Angeles. T, sounds there. good. Let's go back. Go back to the game. There you All have right. it. This has been Pushing Through. We appreciate you listening. We'll be back on Thursday.